what if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you are truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we will explore topics from magic to practical step-by-step -step processes and everything in between. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too ridiculous or weird in the quest to live life as grand as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer are the embodiment of Opposites Attract. Collectively, they're the summation of Megan's big vision coupled with Suzanne's knack of her details. Partnered in love and in business for the last five years, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, hello. Welcome to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. And um, as our clock tire would have it, it's so predictable. It's going off right now. Can you hear it, hon? Yeah, I can. Yes. <laughs> we are live in Copenhagen with the Bell Towers as an extra added audio bonus for our listeners today. Yes, we have had an awesome time with our bell towers because they go off every 15 minutes until midnight and then it quiets down and then at 8 a.m. they start up again. So, you know, at the beginning of the trip, I was like, oh my gosh, these are so beautiful. I love all of these, these the, the, the tower bells. But, you know, now it's kind of like really, seriously, every 15 minutes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just don't. I think they don't want their Danes sleeping past 8 a.m. That's what I, I think. I know. It's mm -hmm. true. But at least they turn them off from midnight until 8. So, you know, we're now on a clock from midnight until 8. We go to bed at midnight and we get up at 8, right, babe? <laughs> yes. Rio said those sleepy Danes. They need those clock tires every 15 minutes. Keep them up and going. I know. I swear. Can you? They probably don't even hear him anymore. It's just us. It's the chorus. <laughs> so, darling, what are we going to talk about today? Well, we're going to talk about the awesomeness that is that we're doing a radio show from Copenhagen, Denmark. That's what we're going to talk about. I know. I've never done that before. This is my <laughs> first time doing a radio show from Copenhagen. For a little script, has it's not your first time doing a radio show somewhere else, though, from home, right? Yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it is. I'm a virgin, but you're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. No, I, 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 yeah. Carry on. I'm, I'm super excited about our show today because um, I think there's a lot of people out there that have this dream to travel. And um, and they they go into oh when my kids are older then I'm gonna travel or when I retire then I can travel or you know when I get some time off work or you know if I could just earn a few extra bucks then I'll go somewhere fun you know and I used to be in that category you know in my twenties when my kids were little it was always one day. Um, I'm going to travel, I'm going to see the world, I'm going to go to Europe. It was such a magical kind of enticing idea back then that just didn't really, really seem real at all. And so, you know, uh, I, I really remember that so clearly. And so I'm super excited about today because we're going to be 
teaching and uh, sharing some tools and processes um, so that you guys, if you've been in that same thought process or mindset, that maybe you can start uh, saying yes to travel and traveling the world and uh, learning how to in, kind of insert more of that into your life. Yes. Hello? And, hello? 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 <laughs> Do we have connection? Well, I was just thinking about it, and I was off in fantasy land because that's actually where I used to go with travel myself. Like, it just it was something I always wanted to do, but I, what I didn't understand is that I had filed it under fantasy. So how many of you have filed um, travel under fantasy, right? And so I could never bring it into the real, and it was like a, a, a place that you know – that you're doing fantasy, one of the um, the markers that you're doing fantasy is when you say, when I, right? Yeah. When I lose weight, then I'll. When I have money, then I'll. If you're doing anything in the when I's or the one days, the when I's are the one days or someday maybes, then you're doing fantasy. And mm -hmm. the number one thing is to like really like make it real. Like, for years and years and years, like I, that was the life that I wanted and I wasn't giving it to myself. And one of the reasons we have things that we want to do that we're not doing, anything that you say you're going to do that you're actually not doing, you either don't want to do it or you have some kind of either or going on. And for me, my either or had to do with money. Either I could have money or I could travel. And for me, working for myself, and I think this is true with a lot of entrepreneurs and why it's such a big topic for entrepreneurs um, to be able to travel and make money is because when we leave um, our businesses, uh, at least in my old contract, that meant that money didn't come in. I didn't. Entrepreneurs don't generally have paid vacations when you work for yourself. So if you travel the way that I had it worked up was that, okay, I have to save money to travel for the travel, but then I have to save the amount of money that uh, I would make when I'm gone traveling. So I felt like I always had to make twice as much to travel because of that either or that I had running. And so um, one day my business coach just said to me, Megan, she says, you don't take, you don't take vacations away from your business. You take vacations for your business. And when mm -hmm. she said that, I realized that either or thing that was going on in me is like, oh my gosh, it, that was such a, a game changer for me because I, I knew and I get that when, as an entrepreneur, when I feed me, when I give me what I want, when I bring that energy of, of nourishing and excitement and creativity in, then it influences my business. I'm more creative. I create more revenue streams. I, I literally do make money when I travel. And sometimes directly, like right now, like this radio show is part of our life and living, and we're doing it from Copenhagen. Mm -hmm. Well, and this was such a huge thing for me. Like I, I knew that as far as, you know, like taking time out of work so that I could regenerate myself and, you know, increase my vibration and feel really good and do stuff about, you know, and, and rested and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, I thought, like, I thought, okay, well, yeah, I can come back and be on and, like, make money that way. But, you know, in March, we spent two weeks in Hawaii, and it was for our five-year anniversary and for Megan for your 
50th birthday. And um, it was crazy because I, I, I had like, I don't know how much was it, how many people contacted me in like a two-day period to ask 13. for work. Like 13 different people asked me for work when I was on vacation. And I was like, what is going on? This is crazy. And I really recognized in that moment, like I've never recognized before that, you know, I can actually create income while I'm away. And it, 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 it was so amazing, you know. And so that's what, that's a game that we're playing. And I love it, you know, because we have had so much travel this year. It's been, it's been the highest amount of travel, I think, ever in our relationship, don't you think? It, what do you mean our relationship in our like lives? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know, like everywhere that you have put travel as a fantasy and yes. not your reality, let's uncreate and destroy that, shall we? <laughs> yes, please. Yes, right and wrong, good and bad, fun and talk, all nine boys, shorts and beyond. And it's my one of my favorite stories. Will you tell that story, Megan, or should I tell on you about when? We were first together, and you're like, oh, it would be so fun if we did this, like we went on some vacation. Do you want to tell that story? I don't know the story, so you're going to have to do it. (laughs) What? Okay, fine. Well, um, like, I think she said, wouldn't it be so fun to go on a road trip? And, like, we could go, you know, to Moab, and we could go whatever. And, you know, that night, like, uh, this was when we weren't living together, and she came over, and I'm like, I've booked our vacation. We're like, we're leaving on such and such date, and we're going here, and we're going there. And she's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, we're doing it. Didn't you say that you wanted to go this morning? And she's like, well, yeah, it was just a fun idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, okay, go, yeah. go on. Yeah, yeah, right? And I was like, no, like, you're going to say this. This is going to happen. Like, this is what I do, you know? Like, you're, I take things literally. You can't just throw it out, out ideas like that in fantasy land and then, you know, have me not pick them up and actually create them, right? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so for those of you in Access, Suzanne is a mover if you couldn't tell, and I am a creator, so I come up with all these ideas, but I don't have any clue actually how to institute them, and so I never had a mover in my life, so Suzanne shows up, and it's like, she's putting things into motion before I even know what the hell, and the thing about it is that I want to say about it is I'm so, so grateful for that, because that was another realization of where I was still in this fantasy place of all these ideas that I didn't trust that I was going to do, actually. And I was sort of in that maybe someday when I place. And what happened with that, I love you so much, honey, is that I realized that somebody was going to take me seriously. And I think sometimes, I think sometimes that the universe stops taking us seriously when we fantasize about shit and don't do anything and don't and don't create it and don't choose it. We just go, oh, yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to, and we're not actually making the choice to do it. And so I realized that I had attracted somebody in my life. Maybe I did say I want to travel <laughs> enough that I manifested you in my space to take mm-hmm. me at my word and actually institute the things I was saying. And I actually now know if I have an idea 
about travel, if I'm not ready to say yes, I don't tell Suzanne about it. Yeah. Because if I, if I tell her about it, it's going to happen, come hell or high water. And well, I and love that, that. That was our first year together. And I think we went on like 12 vacations in like 10 months or something like that. And Megan had only ever traveled for work, like to do workshops family. and stuff like that. Or for family vacations, like all her many years. And the, our first year together, we went on like 10, wasn't it like 10 vacations or 12 or something like that? Um, it was 12. Yeah, Including it was 12. some like weekend getaways. Yeah. Yeah. And what I have to say about that too is that, you know, she was rebuilding her business and stuff like that. And so it was not like she had a ton of extra money. Um, she didn't have a lot. Uh, she didn't have this travel fund that she was dipping into. Um, and yet she was totally invested and committed to it and created it like on a shoestring. And it was amazing to watch. Like at the time, I was probably doing better financially um, than she was just for that period of time. And, you know, and yet she was like, yes, I'm in. I don't know how I'm really going to do this necessarily financially, but I'm in. And so I remember we were in, uh, can I tell on you a little bit about, I, I kind of tell on myself a little bit. I, I, don't, I don't know why you asked me these things because you're going to tell on me no matter what. So go. No, I remember we were going to Moab, Utah, for some of you who don't know that. It's like a really cool, deserty place. And it was so booked out for some reason. I don't even know. And the only thing, we were on this road trip, and the only thing that was available was this $400 a night room. And when I told Megan that and that I thought we should book it, she almost freaked out. Like she, she had never spent that amount of money on a hotel room. And I was like, well, I'm not sleeping in the car. So I, like, it's fine if I have to, you know, pay for this hotel room. Um, and she was like, no, it's fine. Like, I'll do it. I, it's okay. So, you know, we stayed in this $400 hotel room. And I think, you know, after that, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't speak to you. Did that shift anything for you? First of all, that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> like, I had been doing, like, you know, $70 a night rooms, and I felt, like, really extravagant with that. And so the $400 a night room was like, oh, my God, I... I, I don't know if any of you guys ever listened to Sanford and Son. It's like, I'm coming to you, Weezy. I'm coming. My heart was palpitating. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, my gosh. But, you know, that space was so beautiful, and it, it allowed me to feel into luxury. That was the night that we had that we got service at the fire pit with a, mm -hmm. uh, this guy in a golf cart. Right. And we had this really great experience that was like we just got served champagne from a golf cart at a yeah. fire pit because we're at a fancy place. They'll bring us food wherever we are. Like yeah. I'm like, hey, what about that? Like and that was a great moment of fantasy meets reality for me is because I realized that it could be real. And I, when you said, did that change anything for you? That's the thing that it changed is that I. I realized that I could make it real. And I literally, at that time, I have no idea how I took 12 vacations. I had nothing. But I just knew that if I talked about it, it was going to happen. So I better figure it out. And I think that's really, you know, when we really say yes to the universe, like one of the greatest 
questions that I got from Access was, what will it take to dot, mm -hmm. dot, dot? What will it take, you know? And when you get into that place of, you know what? Yes means yes. Like when I say yes, I mean it. And you teach you and the universe that you actually mean it. It's like training a puppy or something. You know what I mean? It's like the more times you kind of let the puppy off the hook, the less it's going to learn. Like we have to engage in this process of building trust in ourselves and in the universe. So saying yes, I attracted myself a detail person, a mover. Like I had to take advantage of that. I had to figure it out. I had to like, okay, what's it going to take? How am I going to do this? I've said for years I want to travel and it's time to put my little booty on the line and, and create it with you. And I'm really grateful for that experience. It was such a stretch. I mean, there were times, even because we were first dating, right? It's like, mm -hmm. I was like, I had no money and was trying, <laughs> was trying not to let you know I didn't have money. And <laughs> Yeah, trying to figure it out true. the whole time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you weren't really forthright with that in that yeah. moment. I'd have yeah. to say. I Not think you're so trying much. to put your your best foot forward or something. But you know, when you're like starting to sweat and like you start shaking, I'm like, uh, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. So you know, what have you decided you can't have? that if you would let mm -hmm. yourself have, it would change your reality so profoundly that you that it would change you. And then it might even change the world. Mm -hmm. Everything that brings up and lets down, can we uncreate and destroy it, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. And as a sister question clearing to this, what either or is so compelling that you will stick yourself in the box of not having what you truly desire or travel? Everything and that is times travel. a godzillion. Will you want and or travel? Mm -hmm. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyond. We got that one confused, so maybe we should say it again. Maybe you should do it. What either or is so compelling that you will stick yourself in the box of not having travel? and what you truly desire. Mm. Everything that that brings up. Let's uncreate and destroy it. Okay. Yay, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, all nine boys, shorts and beyond. Because, you know, even like, I would say even uh, though we've really consistently created travel, um, I've consistently created travel as a part of my life for probably 10 years at least, traveled just with my partner, traveled with my kids, um, and not just like one vacation a year, like at least three or four vacations a year I've been doing for 10 years. It's been that important to me um, and that vital to my life and my, uh, my happiness. Well, I just feel like for me, it, it does contribute so much to my happiness. Um, so, yeah, I feel like even though I've been doing that for 10 years, there's definitely up levels with regards to that. It's kind of like when we decided to do, you know, the Access Consciousness tour that we're doing this year, right? Where mm -hmm. we have, where it's like a three-hour tour. <laughs> <laughs> the weather started getting rough. <laughs> I mean, we still have scheduled 
you know, probably like Costa Rica, New Zealand. We're going to Denver. Australia. Oh, yeah, Australia, not New Zealand. Um, but, I mean, so we're just for this year still, and we've probably traveled at least twice a month since February. So this year is a huge up level. And when we were considering Denmark, when we were considering Copenhagen, I was like, because Megan was so interested, you were so interested in doing the nine trannies class. And it was just something I knew you needed to be live for. And I was like, let's just do this thing. And you were like, really? And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's commit to it. Let's say yes. And about two or three weeks later, when we were realizing what kind of investment that meant, I remember you were like, well, maybe I should live stream it. <laughs> that was me playing fantasy with the universe, pulling the rug out. Yes, I will. No, I won't. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And and I said, no, listen, we said yes. Mm-hmm. And we committed to it, and it's a total yes. And the only reason why we're saying no is because of money. No, I'm not going to accept that. We'll figure it out. So sometimes it does, it is uncomfortable. I think a lot of times it's uncomfortable and scary to commit to a bigger life and to not go back um, and to not, you know, kind of settle. Um, I do think that it takes that. And what I would say for me, what comes up is, is, especially this year, is I feel like I have such a luxurious life that my and my family, you know, do they look at me and are people like, I, I get worried. Like I get worried of like with the whole kind of tall poppy syndrome. Like I have too big of a life. I have too an amazing of a life. You know, I'm going to make other people feel bad about not having the life that I have. So that's something that kind of creeps up for me when, you know, I'm, taking pictures of this amazing, gorgeous flat that we rented out for the week. And it's just amazing and beautiful. And I'm posting on Facebook, you know, I don't want anybody else to feel less than. I don't want anybody else to feel bad. And that's just my insecurities and my, you know, my old thinking coming up. So can we do some clearing on that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anywhere that you think having more life, means someone has less life mm-hmm. everywhere you've misidentified and misapplied that will you uncreate and destroy that please yeah right wrong good bad pot and pock, all nine boys shorts and beyonds and anywhere that you've told yourself that by you strangulating yourself and sticking yourself in a box and being super super small that that's what's going to make everybody happy and comfortable can we uncreate and destroy that please yes Right, wrong, good, bad, pot of pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. Do you like the dramatic effect of some of these clearings I'm doing Woo! right now? Yeah. Well, and I would but, say, too, like, you know, there's one, there's something about specifically, like, because traveling the way that we travel is considered luxurious. You know what I mean? For for a lot of people, I would say, especially the people, you know, in my life. And so it's like everywhere that, you know, me choosing luxury is somehow making it so I don't know it's it, it's very much an either or like it still runs for me so maybe you can help me with that because there's something about just the sheer amount of money and the luxury and choosing that um that that sometimes I get stuck can you okay, help me so, with that please? 
<laughs> yeah. So hello, hello. I'm right. <laughs> Give me a second. What do you think? I just channel on demand yep. for crying yes. out loud. <laughs> yes, darling, you do at a moment's notice. <laughs> so, well, I was just tuning in because I was like, okay, I'm. Why I paused is I'm trying to find the energy that matches what she's asking for, right? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find the words. I'm trying to find, so for, uh, you know, whether an access consciousness facilitator, I actually learned to do this in rapid eye when I was a rapid eye therapist, was like trying to find the words that are matching the energy of the patterns because that's what allows them to release. So anywhere that you have misidentified and misapplied luxury as something that it isn't, mm -hmm. will you uncreate and destroy it, please? Yes, because right. I've, I've made that be totally either or. Like yes. luxury in and of itself equals either or. Like you either have luxuriousness or you don't, right? You have poverty. It's kind of like the rich get richer and the poor get poorer, that thought, right? So everything that is, can we uncreate and destroy it, honey? Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot of pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. There also seems to be something there about other people's points of view about luxurious people. So it feels what it feels like to me is you've taken on other people's judgments about luxury and maybe yeah. essentially your family's. So anywhere that you're playing out your family's points of view on luxury, everywhere that you've embodied it as yours, and anyone else's that feel like luxury is for snobby, uh, spoiled, entitled people, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes, please. And return to sender with full consciousness attached. Yeah, because, you know, I know the truth. Uh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. Right on, good, yeah. bad, pot and pock, all nine boys. <laughs> you, you don't let me pock you. You just go running willy-nilly around. <laughs> I said yes. <laughs> 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 no, because I I know that as I claim my luxurious life, that can empower others to claim theirs. You know, I mean, I I am always inspired by those people who, you know, grew up super super poor and then you know became millionaires. I I've always been inspired by those types of people. You know, um, since I was a kid, and you know, and growing up in a super super poor family and knowing that somebody else did it, somebody else figured it out so I could figure it out. It was, it was super empowering for me in my teenage years and my early 20s, you know. So the truth is I know that it can inspire and empower other people, but there are those kind of unconscious thoughts that come up, those sneaky thoughts um, and those fears and the fear of judgment that I think you know, a lot of us uh, have from time to time. So thank you. I say yes, pot and pop. Yes, 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 pot and pop. Well, the other, the other thing that I wanted to say, and this was really helpful for me because coming from being raised like Mormon and all the stuff, a lot of religions have this whole thing about impoverishment. And actually that comes from the church wanting to make me. They, the church wanted you to give most of what you were making away to them so they could become rich and powerful. So they made poverty uh, sort of a saintly thing, 
And so a lot of us that were raised in any kind of religion have that running. I mean, I can't even tell you the amount of times I've been teaching an abundance class or a money class or whatever. And almost every time somebody raises their hand and goes, well, it's just not all about things. It's just not all about money. There's other things are abundant too. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but you're letting your half those self that part of abundance. You're not letting yourself half the money bit, you know? And so um, something that was really helpful for me was something that um, one of the coaches that I followed for a while, Mary Morrissey said, which is when you ask for more money, you're asking for more life. You're just saying, I want more life. Because when you have more money, you have more choices. When you have luxury, when you have a luxurious life, you have more choices. You can luxury one of the one of the definitions has to do with luxuriating, right? Well, what is that? What is luxuriating to your body? Try on that word in your body. What does it feel like to say I'm luxuriating? How does that frequency feel in your body? That I to me when, I know, that to me feels like nourishment to my body. Mm-hmm. It That's feels like my, I'm nourishing myself when I say I'm luxuriating. So what if you choosing luxury is about you saying, I want more life, I want more choice, I want more change? What if actually that is the vehicle to a bigger, brighter life? Where haven't you let yourself choose luxury that if you let yourself choose luxury would expand your life and living so much that everything you know would change? Everything that brings up and lets down, can we uncreate and destroy it, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. How you feeling about luxury now, babes? I feel great. <laughs> I think we should talk more about it after we go on break. All right. So we're going to send you off to our fun party song. Uh, you're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird. Talk to you in a minute. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career. Where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true, synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or, Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word, and. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. 
The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to suzannepstoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Love Life and All Things Weird with your hosts, Megan Slito and Suzanne Stoffer. And we are live from Copenhagen. Welcome back. Hello, hello, and I wanted to do, I wanted to remind everybody that it's so fun to be in the chat room. So go to a to zen dot fm. So it's a, the number two, z, e, n, is in nancy dot fm, and there's a red bar, and it says chat room, and you click on that, and you can put in any name you want, and you can come back in the back with us and our producers, and it's super fun to be there. We have a good old time. Like when we're doing commercials, we've been chatting. We've been talking about Oompa Loompa Luxury. <laughs> <laughs> I want Oompa Loompa. I'm mm-hmm. seriously going to like Google it and figure out how to order that. You know what I love about that is like oop, when you said Oompa Loompa Luxury, when you put those things together, it actually creates this really light, bubbly, fun energy. And I I just really think kind of back to our conversation before the break is that luxury's really got a bad rap. And I yeah. was on break. I ran out and got my phone so that I could see what the word luxury meant in the etymology dictionary. And it's You're kind running of- around the house again, honey? Yeah, I am. Run around the house during our radio show. (laughs) I kind of do. I like to run around at the break. Like (laughs) running around the flat, our flat in Copenhagen. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I just sit here. I guess I'm kind of like boring. (laughs) Well, I think you keep the chat room going, sweets. Yeah, he just says that weird habits of show hosts. (laughs) (laughs) At least I'm not naked. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we have lots of windows and lots of people that are living in other flats around us. So that might be fun for them. <laughs> so, um, off my habits and back on to topic for a moment. Although that yeah. they say we say that that could be luxurious too. Yeah. Yes, absolutely well, could. I think you could have the best radio show ever if you were naked. Really? All right. I love being naked. You, I think next time you should try that and then run around 
during the break. <laughs> Naked. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What are okay? Uh huh. All right. Okay, so we will keep you posted about the live naked radio uh, to come uh, and skinny dipping, said Rioa. Um, yes, maybe I could like jump in the tub or something. Would that count as skinny dipping if I jumped in the tub? Oh, gosh. Okay, so I, and back on topic for just a moment. Mm-hmm. So luxurious. Speaking of all the things we're speaking of, luxurious got a bad rap. You know, I was sitting here reading, and I was like, "There, this is a conspiracy. All the people with money want us to be really good at sitting in cubicles and not moving. So at ten dollars an hour, we can make money for them. And religion doesn't want us to want money because then it will be less for them. And it's like we've just bought into all of this crap about." Having a less life is somehow more spiritual, more quote unquote down to earth. Um, and I say we debunk all that crap. I mean, this, some of the definitions are like crazy for luxury. Uh, like Civic, lecherous, unchanged, oh lustful, uh, lascivious, uh, voluptuous. How about that? Um, and then. Uh, sexual intercourse was a actually uh, definition for luxury. So, all right. So, all of you who are refusing luxury by creating a no sex life, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot of pock, all nine boys shorts. <laughs> now, well, there's a clearing for you. A, I wonder. I have a hard time with the word luxury. Mm-hmm. Wow, is that yep. like dictionary.com or what? No, it's etymology. Oh, wow. That is so crazy. It's the, root, it's the root of the word. So that's why the, you're actually feeling some of the charge of the original meaning of the word, which we all do oh. with words. It's useful to understand where they're coming from. Wow. Well, you know, like when I when I feel the word luxury for me, it just feels like it feels sexual. I mean, actually, it feels like lots of exciting energy that kind of courses up my body. Like, that's what it feels like to me. So what does this mean? Well, they were making sex bad, too, right? So anything oh, yeah. that had to do anything that had to do with joy, abundance, happiness, sexuality, that all had to be made bad and wrong. Because if you were too damn happy, then you weren't going to go do your catechisms. And get saved right. and give them money. Right. See what I'm saying? If you were just off willy-nilly having a good life, what would you need them for? Yeah. You know what? That is one thing that I love about the Danes here. I mean, and actually, because we're in a pretty uh, high touristy area, but it's like we walk around. It's a gorgeous city. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. And you walk around, and there's all of these restaurants out on the street. And it's like one o'clock in the afternoon, two o'clock in the afternoon. Everybody's like out having drinking, like having a good time. They're all sitting out. It's summertime, so a lot of people are on a holiday. They get like six to eight paid weeks of holiday here in Denmark. And so it's like they are just luxuriating in the sun and in their summer and in drinking at all hours of the day and night. I mean, in the last class that we stayed at, we were having people partying until like two or three in the morning. The sun comes up at 4 a.m. So everybody just like 
you know, goes out and parties. It, and it's, it's this crazy atmosphere of, like, having fun and playful and, like, luxuriating in their life. It's really inspiring, actually. Not that I'm, like, drinking at 1 p.m. I'm not really – I don't really like that much. But you had some champagne yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they right? are. Yeah, champagne's really big here. And something that I think you told me was that like Danes are the most unbaptizable folk of everybody. Like, if, well, yeah, when people right? do missions here, they can't get baptisms because the people are just too damn happy. Yeah, well, that that's definitely true of the Mormon Church. My first husband came to Denmark on his mission, and he baptized two people his entire mission. It's, it was the lowest number of baptisms, uh, uh, the lowest baptizing mission in the world at that time. So, yeah, you know. can we give a shout out to the Danes? <laughs> woo, woo. <laughs> Not that we're dogging on religion, babe. You're making it no, you know what? So I I would disagree. There's sometimes that religion really works for people, and I want to honor people that choose that, and it feels light to them, and it feels like a good structure and system for them to to live their life by. So I don't want to dog on people entirely for choosing religion because sometimes it's light for them. But for me, and for you, and for you know maybe some other people that might be listening, it doesn't feel light. It's as heavy, and you know, yeah. So. Congratulations to the Danes for, you know, luxuriating in their life and uh, choosing into what feels good, you know, because that's what I see is a lot of people choosing into what feels good. You know, there was this restaurant where there's sand, they've made this sand, and you can just, like, lay out at the restaurant like there's chairs in the sand. It's like a make-to it's their own little tiny beach, and it's miracle. People are there, like, you know, in their suits, eating lunch, you know, luxuriating in the in their makeshift beach. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been while I was in training. I haven't seen that. You haven't? Oh my god, it's so funny. Erin and I walked by it at least three or four times. They're just partying, you know, hanging out. Uh, you know, it, it's winter here a lot, so when it's summer, when it's sunshine, they take advantage of it, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's so been cool. Yeah. We told the people that we were going to talk about them using their magic to create travel yeah. or whatever is luxury for them. And I was noticing we don't have a lot of time left, so I thought maybe we should get to the magic. Maybe. Maybe. Let's do that. Only, but no, they can't choose magic, can they? <laughs> well, everybody's magical secretly. Mm-hmm. Everybody is. <laughs> it's totally so, allowed to tune into your magic. And I think it would be fun because you are such a queen of magic. You love magic so much, Megan. And so... Talk to us. Teach us about how do you tune into your magic so that you can create travel or luxury or whatever you're wanting to create. Well, for me, creation is magic, mm-hmm. right? When I'm creating, that to me is so magical. And it's interesting because uh, Gary talked about this, uh, Gary Douglas at the Nine Trannies, where he was saying that 
this guy was talking about synchronicity and he goes, synchronicity is bullshit. You created that. When things sync up, it's because you put it there. It didn't accidentally happen that way. And it really kind of like buzzed my brain because I, I, I've been like, I've kind of seen synchronicity as sort of an evidence of magic, but it, it takes it to another level when you understand that you're actually creating the synchronicities. Mm-hmm. That through through your yeses, through your playing with the molecules, through dancing in the universe, right? And that, what, and, and I think, you know, like if I'm God at play in the universe, right? And to me, that's really accessing magic, right? It's like, I, if you are God at play in the universe, would you want everything to be predictable? Okay, so you're God, you're uh, omnipresent, uh, omnipotent, um, all of that. If you could predict everything that was going to happen for eternity, would you not be bored of your freaking skull? You know, mm-hmm. like, it's like, I love that, like, magic to me is knowing that I'm creating everything and at the same time not having a freaking clue how it's going to show up or what's going to show up or what order it's going to show up or in what way it might show up. And I think that um, in the linear world, we get too attached to the how-tos. Well, how are we going to create this, you know, the all these trips this year and, and, and getting stuck in the how-to instead of the the want to the yes yes i am please and going what will it take to create it what will it take to have that happen and and to beginning to say yes to life and understanding that everything that shows up is part of that creation yeah but like i used to not believe in that i know you didn't well you know what i think you just pretended but anyway carry on so, like, tell me how those people actually don't feel magical tuned into that energy, or they're cynical. You know, I mean, how? What do you say to them? Like, how do you actually know, or can feel, or tune into the energy of magic? Okay, so I think part of it is is that magic has been placed in the world of fantasy for people, right? It's like Harry Potter, that's magic or whatever. We have these ideas, these projections of what magic is. But to me, magic is happening every day, every moment, all around us. To me, it's like, okay, like if you're a real practical, like really get this. If you're scientific, how many trillions of processes have to work simultaneously for us to actually be just sitting where we're sitting and not be blown off the earth right now. Like there's so many things that have to occur in exactly the right time and exactly the right formation for you to even get out of bed in the morning. And so to me, it's like, how is that not magic? I mean, I'm, we got here on, I would say a less luxurious airline, right? Scandinavian airlines, but still Here's this umpteen ton thing with all these people 30,000 feet in the air. Like, what? You know, I'm sitting here on this with this piece of metal talking to people all over the world. It, there's not even a plug-in. And and to me, that all of it's magic. Creation is magic. It's not some, like, fairy tale thing, although I do believe in fairies. But if you don't believe in fairies, you can still have magic. 
you can still be in the magic of creation and saying yes. And if you're an entrepreneur, you know there's magic. You have no idea how shit's going to ship sometimes. Yet it does because you say yes. And and it, like for me, the magic word is yes and what will it take? That that Those are two of the most magic words, magic things that we can do. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. Do you like that? So how did I convince you of magic? You you want to talk to the skeptics. You were skeptical. You weren't going to well, be one of those woos when we got I together. I know. I said I am seriously not. Megan, you have some weird people in your community, and I am not going to be one of those woos, just for the record. So, and what I would say is, um, like, I brought my cynicism down a few notches, and I watched. Mm-hmm. I actually just watched you. I watched with your life. I watched. Like, this is an awesome thing. Like, Megan is horrible at losing her credit cards and her driver's licenses. <laughs> driver's license. And sometimes she loses them together. In fact, oftentimes she loses them together. <laughs> and in the first year we were together, I think she lost her credit cards and driver's license at least six or seven times. And we, the, it was one time we were at a tennis tournament. There was 3,000 people there. And, we, and she lost her credit card and driver's license. And I was like, uh, and she was like, well, let's just go to Lost and Found. And I'm like, babe, they're not going to be a Lost and Found. Are you kidding me? Nobody's going to pick up your driver's license and credit card and take them to Lost and Found. She's like, well, let's just go check. And she did, and they were there. And this happened over and over and over again. Like the most amazing generosity of people um, bringing back her credit card and driver's license. Uh, it was magical. I had never seen anything like it. So that's an example of me watching Megan live in another universe, in another world where people were so, so kind, where she would leave her keys in her car and not have anything be stolen, and not have her car be stolen. Like, how is that even possible? It wasn't a world that I lived in. So yeah, I would say that watching you was amazing. And that's when I started going, hmm, she lives in a different universe than I do. I, I want some of that. I'll have that. <laughs> you know, it's funny is that I knew that it was going to be there too. Like, yeah. I, and it's interesting because um, at the Nine Trannies, they talked about like a lot of us, people who are like magical, like we disappear things just to prove as part of a way of proving that we're magical. And so I'm, I'm just listening to you and thinking, you know, that's great because it helped me. It helped me see that I was magical and helped you see that magic was available. And now I'd like to actually express magic in some other ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, right? Like popping in money into our bank accounts and all kinds of fun stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So can we do a clearing on magic, like anywhere people don't think that they're magical? Mm-hmm. You know, or have or have long lost that knowing of their magic? Can we uncreate, mm-hmm. destroy all that? So everywhere you think that magic is a pipe dream, mm-hmm. that's a bunch of bullshit that never existed, never will. Will you uncreate and destroy that, you sourpuss? Right, <laughs> wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all yes. that, shorts and beyond. <laughs> Can I say yes? <laughs> yes, you did. So, and 
And again, I think what I love about you, hun, is that you help me bring magic into some practical steps. Sometimes it's kind of like when you, when I said, oh, like, I don't know if we could do Copenhagen. That's so much money, blah, blah, blah. And you said, no, we're going. To me, that's magic. That's you saying yes. You did. We didn't know in that moment with all of our travel schedule and still don't how, you know, it's going to impact us financially to be here but you were like no this is happening you said yes you said this was important to you and we're doing it and to me that's magical because you're trusting the universe you're trusting that we're going to create more because we're here and one of the tools that I love 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 playing with is will you make me money and in fact right before the show we were talking about this and we forgot to ask the flat if it would make us money and it was said never thought we'd ask so it's a actually a tool from access consciousness where anything that you're thinking about buying you ask it first will you make me money and what that means is literally will you contribute energy to my life and living and it does two things first of all it helps us choose what to buy and second of all it's giving that thing a job when you buy it so it's like you know, book, will you make me money? If it says yes, if you feel a lightness and it feels um, expansive to you, then you've just given that book a job to make you money. Mm-hmm. So that was the other that was the other shift for me because I I I noticed that I was still even feeling constricted a little bit around money while we were here, and I realized like, oh my gosh, I'm not living in that bigger possibility of what else is possible, and how can this trip make us money, and how can a slot make us money, and and like everything around you, if you'll receive it, can contribute to your life and living, and that is part of living in this universe and in you that is the magic i love it i love it yay it's a magic and amazing copenhagen and how magical it was that we were able to do a radio show here (laughs) right exactly i'm so honey thank you for taking my magic and raising me to the next level of magic you like received it and you've up leveled it and I want to keep um learning how we can continue to expand that and use that and we're gonna as soon as we learn something else that's magic that works, we're gonna share it with you. Okay. Bye for now everybody. Thank you for listening to Love, Life and All Things Weird. Megan and Suzanne will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. Be sure to tune in for more tips on how to live in the land of and and claim your marvelous, magical life.